Fantastic! Oh, fantastic! Good morning, everybody. Hey now. Hey now. Coming at you, WNBC. 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 Yeah, we're here. We're here. Uh, so, Hurricane. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, we. Nothing like yeah. having no power for four days. Yeah. Yeah. So, no the, running water. The site was obviously not very active the past <laughs> week or so. Uh-huh. And during that time, I was planning on switching to my hosting provider for the site because I kept getting all these emails from my current provider saying I was getting too much traffic and taking up too much of the shared resource environment. God forbid you have a busy website. No kidding. Yeah. So, Isn't and, that what the whole purpose is? Right. So instead, I switched over to another hosting provider. I'm with InMotion Hosting now. InMotion nice. In Motion Hosting. The reason I went with them is because they're one of the top-rated business hosting sites. Oh. And they provide a tiered base from now on so when we do start getting more traffic and getting more popular i don't have to jump to something more like wildly expensive mm. i can just pay a little more and kind of work up the ladder yep mm. and they also offer a lot of e-commerce options so maybe i should look into them yeah maybe you should after soccer season i will be adding a store to the geek generation site and we're going to start selling some t-shirts mm. not just geek generation t-shirts but geek related t-shirts that you make uh, some I will make, and I'm going to try talking to some um, other companies and maybe be a distributor cool. for their stuff. But we have big mm. stuff in the works. Oh, boy. And nice. dollar, dollar. And if there are any <laughs> artists out there in our listening uh, audience, mm-hmm. maybe I will be paying some of them for things they design. And listen, he pays you in Oreos. In Oreos. It is a great deal. <laughs> you don't need cash. You just need Oreos. Oreos are good. We have a lot to talk about this week. Yes, we do. <laughs> I'm excited. So let's get right into it. Mm-hmm. Yay! Brian, what are you geeking out over this week? Um, Not too much, actually. It's been a kind of quiet week, but... Uh, All right, then, like, Mike. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this is like an ancient Moving geek on. out, but I ancient watched geek it out. last night, and it's still freaking awesome, and that's Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah! That's it, like my favorite movie of all time. It still blows me away how good it is. It's and, freaking like, awesome. It still holds up, and it's just fucking fantastic. So if you haven't seen it, uh, it's not on Blu-ray, but you can find the DVD for like $2 because it was one of the very first DVDs. It still has that like snap case packaging. Yep. So cool. uh, definitely check it out. If you, I think they you, even have DVDs with that and Sub-Zero on the same disc. Oh, you're right. I think they have a double feature as well. Yeah, yeah. and Sub-Zero is pretty good too. It's not fantastic, but it's no, good. It's, it's not as good as Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah. But yeah, it just blew me away still, and I'm just like, wow, I love this movie. And uh, I actually got the... I'm CD. happy that someone else aside from me is geeking out over Batman-related things. 
And I actually got the uh, well, extended I watched the trailer score. for Batman again, and that was good. Let's Woo! see how long we can uh, interrupt, interrupt Brian. Brian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, forget it. <laughs> I give up. Go ahead. No, sorry. But I got the extended score uh, limited edition CD that uh, this company, LA Records or La La Land Records, put out. La La. It's got like the entire score that because on the original soundtrack they only had like ten tracks and yeah. condensed. This actually has the entire score of the. It's entire a great movie. score. Yeah, so it's cool. So if you want to check that out, it's at lalalandrecords.com. La la. It's limited. So, uh, but no, other than that, limited. Um, it's a big week, or it was a big week last week. Uh, the launch of the new DC Universe. Oh yeah, how's that garbage going? Mm, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, some's good, some's bad. Uh, I'm so guessing far, Justice League is good. Uh, really. All right. How many I, of them I, did you burn? I, I like Swamp Thing the best, actually. And uh, what was Thing. the other one that was really good? Stormwatch. Two books that. I did not expect to like. So wait, Swamp Thing and what else? Uh, Stormwatch and Swamp Thing were oh. my two top picks. So I don't even uh, know what actually came out because they're not yeah, all coming just, out together. I was together, just going right? to ask, like, what happened no, with it's just, Batman? It's just right? the first. Well, well Action they, Comics they did Justice League and they did the first thirteen number ones, and then there's another thirteen number ones, then another thirteen. So yeah, yeah the whole month of September. Action so. Comics is out right now, right? Yes. Okay. It was. How uh, stupid is that? Uh, uh, yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> uh, I'm sure I'll get hate mail, but uh, hate mail's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I wasn't blown away, but it just didn't feel like Superman to me. But that's me. I so. hear you. Any other so geek outs? Uh, I think that's about it, actually. Okay. Because we're done interrupting you for now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <I was> like, <laughs> we're just being continue? rude today. Well, it's easy when you're on Skype. Yeah. Yeah, because you're not here. We can't see you cry. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I didn't intro you guys at all today, but I'm pretty sure the audience should know you by now. Mike Volpe is here. And Brian Lipsitz is here on Skype. Yay. Yay. Self-introductions. No problem. Yeah. Now give yourself a self high five. <laughs> well <laughs> done. Then a, yes. And then a diamond cutter. <laughs> the worst part was I Wait, give yourself a diamond cutter? All right. It's going to be loud. <laughs> all right, Mike, what are you geeking out about? Oh, what am I geeking out about? Oh, no. This is good. Okay. <laughs> so... For those of you who listened to episode 50, you, <laughs> you uh, heard about my, my asplosion and my marriage or what was supposed to be a marriage came to an end and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. We were Thing, all very sad for it, you. Yeah. It, well, things have gotten better. Yeah. So <clears throat> we were supposed to do my bachelor party. We're supposed to. Well, we were. So we, we were scheduled. And you figure yeah. if we're not, if I wasn't going to get married, then there's no need to have a bachelor yeah. party. Where'd we go to dinner? We went to Hooters. Yeah. All right. So we decided to I do it I was there. Anyway. I was there, by the way. Brian yeah. was not. Right. Brian was not there. We decided. <laughs> just so people know. It, basically, it was just all the wrestlers were there. Yeah. Um, we just decided to do it anyway. So we started off at Hooters, which was That was, was my fun. first time at a Hooters. What'd you think? I enjoyed it. It's not. <laughs> I, I like the teriyaki wings. The, the ter- samurai, they call them. Yeah, because we went there for the wings. Yeah, I was going to say, you go there for the food, of course. <laughs> yeah, right. Rob did. Right? That's the worst part. What are you talking about? <laughs> No, the wings were good. They did a good job. And the girls, of course, are beautiful. Yeah, Mike was flirting with our waitress whole time. I'm single now. I can do whatever whole I want. Whole time. I was single for, what, five days? And I was like, all right. We were talking about trying to do a live podcast from Hooters. We thought that would be fun. <laughs> what do you think, Brian? You in on that one? They have yeah, uh, they it. have wing eating contests with the waitresses there. I think it'd be hilarious to do that on air. I'll do it. I'll that pair would, each I'll... you up with a Hooters girl, and you have to compete. That would be hilarious. It would be. And I'll be paired up with two Hooters girls just to sit on my lap while I broadcast. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Well, we started off at Hooters, Brian, and then uh, we moved on. And we did the the typical 
uh, bachelor party route, which oh, was God. going to a strip club. My first visit. Rob's first, my second visit. I got strong-armed. <laughs> I've been asked to go to strip clubs so many times. Yep. So many times. But I felt so bad for Mike Volpe's ass that I had to go. My ass. Yes. It's You're, better, by the way. If you want an update, I want you to know my asshole is uh, it's better. It's clean and it's better. It's clean. It's fresh and clean. I was just going to say that your assplosion caused a strip club implosion. Oh, that's what sciencey. That? It was sciencey. I'm lost. Uh, <laughs> your right, asshole so we, feels better. My ass, my, yes, my butthole is much better. Back Thank to you. your butthole. There's no more anal bleeding, uh, and everything is good. So we went to the strip club and we walked in, and um, it's a nice place, right? It wasn't. I have nothing to compare it to. Where'd I know, you guys but go? Uh, we went to a place called uh, the Dollhouse. It's in Woonsocket, Rhode Island. Nice place. You walk in there, and honestly, you just like if you're in shorts and a t-shirt, you feel like, oh, maybe I should be a little more dressed up. <laughs> Everything's clean. Really? I thought so. I mean, the place is really clean. There's nothing thrown on the floor. I didn't feel it was dirty, but I thought I was no. okay in a t-shirt. I don't know. It just seems like a pretty classy place. I felt like I was wearing too much, actually. Oh. Hey. Rob, Rob was like, wait, I'm supposed to get naked? I don't understand <laughs> this concept. <laughs> they say strip club. Strip I thought club. I was supposed to just start taking clothes off when I came in. Uh, well, we got there. And, and Brian, I've never seen Rob in a more awkward state. Like, <laughs> if, There's no situation I've ever seen Rob in where he curled into the fetal position as See, much here's as he the thing. did here. As much as I'm a ball of personality on this wonderful show mm-hmm. and just uh, amazing to listen to, I know all that, and I'm such a great conversationalist and do awesome interviews, and mm-hmm. I'm going to pat myself on the back a little bit more. But yeah. uh, thank you, thank you. Um in real life, I am the most awkward human being you can come across. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And this he shined in this opportunity. Yeah. If he, if I could have a kryptonite, it would be females. <laughs> that's that's a terrible kryptonite. To Isn't have. it right? Yeah. That's like the worst kryptonite to have. There, I have nothing to say to them. I I I that sound like this. Mm. Well, we get there, and there were four or five of us when we got there. Yep. The other, well, what turned out to be another four or five guys, I think, showed up probably about an hour or so after we were there. We get there. We're just hanging out. There's a couple games on and stuff, and the girls are up doing their thing, and some of them are unbelievable at what they do. (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm I'm just just saying. saying. Uh, There was a girl who took – who's okay – all right, no, she's really not that attractive, and I don't know why they have her there. But I think it's because she's so energetic, and because of what she, she can puts do. on a show. She puts on a show up there, Brian. Like this is this is when she steps on that stage. This is her WrestleMania. It's when your friends say that girl is a really great personality. Yes, <laughs> this girl took a beer bottle and was able to grab onto it with her buttocks. And then wow. climb the pole and continue to do tricks on the pole without the beer bottle falling out. I was mesmerized. It was this ridiculous. Is like it was hypnotic. It was absolutely ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> so then uh, it was a great night. I mean, I went there with no – I didn't want to spend money. I mean, yeah. they, they came around. The, the waitress comes over and is like, I you did guys, not spend money. You didn't. At all. They not came a over. dollar. It's like the, the, the prices in this place are ridiculous, though. I mean, they always $5 are for a bottle of water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, I was like, whatever. This is stupid. Yeah. But when there's boobies all around you, hey, <laughs> you know, five bucks for water is not so bad. So I'm eyeballing this girl who's on a on a side stage, who from a distance looked like 
He says eyeballing to make it seem like it's nicer. I was <laughs> drooling. My jaw was on the ground, and my tongue had rolled out three feet away from me. Yeah. It was the cartoon wolf. It was. I was like, <laughs> tongue rolls out like a red carpet. Uh, and one of the other wrestlers uh, sees this, and he, he's a he's a good guy. You know, he goes there with the expectation of, you know, I'm going to spend money, but I'm going to yep. spend money on my friends. I'm not going to spend money on me. I'm going to make sure that yeah. they have a good time. So as she gets off the stage, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes later, I see him talking to her. And I knew what was coming right away. I'm like, yeah. he's going to send her my way. And sure enough, he does. And she comes over to me and uh, grabs my hand. And uh, I'm like, what's up? And she's like, well, your buddy, you have a good friend. He just paid for you to come downstairs with me to a private booth. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, she's, I'm like, for how long? She's like, you got 15 minutes with me to do whatever you want. And I'm like, ah, life is good. <laughs> so we go downstairs. Now and- clarify whatever you want. Yeah. What? We don't want to get anyone in trouble. <laughs> oh, oh, I see what you say. I was like, I don't understand where. Oh, no, 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 no. You can't have sex right. with them. I'm That's sorry, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, don't get down yeah, before you jumped in your cars and run there thinking it's a whorehouse. It's no, not a whorehouse. Not. No, no. These girls are very professional. <laughs> They're not going to do anything. Basically, what it means is you go <laughs> I just in the want to make sure we're clarifying. Yeah, let's clarify this. We, you go into the booth, and there's a curtain that closes, but it's, it's pretty much it's somewhat see through. I mean, there's a, a, a bouncer down there, and there's a. I don't know what you call it. The head uh, mistress, mistress, I believe, was walked the around just uh, making sure that there's no funny business going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, you go in the booth and basically I sat down. And I'm just like, so as usual, I have to be awkward at first. I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> so she kind of positions me in the in the booth so that she can grind accordingly. <laughs> and, uh, uh, she basically just takes everything off. Everything. I saw everything. And this girl was hot. Like, from head to toe. It's true. Yeah. She has, like, uh, you don't have to get into the details. No, but doesn't. she's, uh, yeah, very perfectly uh, proportioned. And everything was uh, pretty right. damn real and looking good. So This is why we're geeks, because we're getting into, like, very <laughs> yeah, we're like, scientifically. I am actually she was the, perfectly this, proportionate. <laughs> Here's the problem. I'm actually starting to sweat right now. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. My body temperature is up. Oh, my God. He's thinking about it again. Bum, 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 bum. hey Oh, that was the sound of a tent being pitched. <laughs> Thanks for the clarification. Thank you. In case you didn't know. Uh, I don't know how in-depth I can get. Basically, uh, my hands were on everything except for the ahoo-ha, and, uh, because that's a no-no. <laughs> if, yeah, a little if you bit. do that, the bouncer that was probably 6'3 and spent his life in the gym would just kindly throw you out of the place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but not so kindly. But not so kindly. He will carry and throw you out the door. Uh, it was a great experience. And then uh, I went back upstairs. By the time I got back up, all the other guys had shown up. Yep. Um, and then I proceeded to make them all relatively jealous because as when I was down there and talking to this girl, we found out that we had uh, a few things in common um, that we wanted to discuss more about. So she proceeded to sit on my lap for, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes just talking we to me. We were pretty sure they had gotten married downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we just hit it off. And, you know, all the other I noticed a couple of the other guys just glaring at me. And I'm just like, yeah, that's right. Newly single, stripper on the lap, 
boner in the pants. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Too much information. Wah, wah. We'll edit that out, right? Nope. Ah, yes. I listen, I don't care. I told you about my butthole last time. I don't care. Yeah, it was a great experience, you know. Uh, and when I came back up, I did notice that everybody seemed relatively relaxed except for one man in the room. <laughs> and that was Rob. Like, you know, the girls, the girls, let me explain to you how everybody looks. Okay. So you were all sitting in these nice chairs. There's a, like a, a cocktail table in the middle. Everybody's sitting back, relaxed. Nobody's hunched forward. Everybody's leaning back, almost, almost slouched in the chair, just open and inviting to, Hey, girls, look at me. <laughs> Rob is practically curled in the fetal position <laughs> on the chair. I thought he wanted to cry. Like it was just no. That's a little all right, much. That's a little much. But you had the wanted you, to you cry. Looked, you had you were very uncomfortable looking because uh, I was very uncomfortable. <laughs> yes. So I'm up there, and I'm a, I I don't uh, spend a lot of money on very uh, on anything. So, but women are my weakness. So. These girls are smart. So they see you go down with one girl. Then all the other girls are like, oh, wow, that guy's going to spend money. I'll just go spend yep. time with him. So then, of course, I get suckered in. Another one comes sits on my lap who's really pretty and starts talking to me and suckers me into going down there. Now I'm my own money. So I just dropped 120 bucks. No, I didn't. 40 bucks on that one. Um, and then I come back up and it turns out that I think when I was down there, you were down there or something. I don't know. Yeah, Rob. Rob had an awkward experience. Which yeah, was the same hysterical. guy that paid for Mike paid for me with a different girl, <laughs> oh, but no. it was for like two songs. And at first, when he paid, I was like, "No, I'm all set. I'm all set." And he was like, "No, no, no, go." I'm like, "No, really, I'm all set. I, I, I don't want. No, mm-hmm. I don't want. Rob don't want. <laughs> but <laughs> do not want. Uh, what are you gonna do when the guy's throwing down that much money? And mm-hmm. so I was like, "All right, fine." So uh, I went downstairs, and it's it's not quite like what your situation was, right? But uh, I started talking to her a little bit, and then in my typical fashion, <laughs> I ran out of things to talk about, <laughs> and then just proceeded to kind of sit there awkwardly, and uh, in the back of my, I tried to smile as much as possible, and yet in the back of my head, I was screaming. <laughs> How do I get out of this situation? <laughs> he's the only guy in the world that could have a topless girl uh, on top of him, and he's going, I need to get out of this situation. <laughs> it's- I have news articles to write. <laughs> I can think about the geek generation. That's it. Don't get me wrong. I-, I like boobs as much as the next guy. But I don't know. It's it's the situation and the... the I, I, well, for one, I just if I don't know the protocol and I wasn't yeah. smart enough to ask about it, so oh, I yeah, just kind of sat there and kept my hands to myself right. and was just like, okay. Well, sometimes, sometimes if they'll gra- you know, they'll take your hands and put them places. Yeah, that yeah. happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, that happened with me too. So yeah, <laughs> but I was I was just trying to uh, be as much of a gentleman as possible yeah. in that situation mm-hmm. and uh, not cross any lines. Right. And I, I, I didn't pay for it, so it wasn't like I felt I had to get my money's worth or anything. Um, no, I just I'm an awkward human being. I am. I really am. <laughs> I, if anything, this this is. I wasn't thinking about me because I don't think about me. I'm okay with being awkward and quiet. But when I got upstairs, I was like, I feel bad for her. Like <laughs> I put her through that. She had to deal with me. I don't know. Uh, I'm sure she's seen much worse. Like, I'm sure she has. 400 pound guys that like are gross and she has to because they paid. 
Right. Well, fortunately, I mean, as the night went on, nothing crazy happened to me. I didn't have any embarrassing moments. Nor did I, aside no, we, from just being me. One guy certainly did. Uh, yes. So the girl that I had referenced that about the, with the beer bottle uh, in the buttocks um, <laughs> is the extremely butt hyper. And we, we have a friend there who uh, I won't mention his name. He um, – I, I guess she started beating on him a little. Like when I, I don't know, I had gone back downstairs again because apparently they know her because they're regulars. Yeah, these guys go there all the time. I guess every Wednesday night is topless beer pong night. <laughs> and here's the problem: is that they lose. Like, how do you lose? These these girls probably have been drinking all night. They can't yeah. put the ball in the cup, dumbass. Like but they play on a weekly basis. They do, but come on, they strippers. I Let's know. Go. We could beat a stripper in beer pong. I don't even drink, and I will beat the stripper. In- well, I'll beat him, too, but that's because I'm always 100% sober. <laughs> exactly. We can win. See, we have to go. That's like a superpower when you play beer pong. It is. Anyway, uh, so we were all getting excited that this girl was kind of roughing him up, and we decided that we would all give her a couple bucks each <laughs> to take his belt off of him and whip the shit out of him. Uh. And it's funny because... He, she's like, stand up, put your face down in the chair. So she's like, like just manhandling him face down hilarious. in the thing. We're all laughing. The whole place is, is looking around because we're making a scene. We're in like the middle of the yeah, place. This we're not is on a the, show. We're, this is, we've taken away from the girl on the stage at this point. We have created a show. So what happens when you bring a bunch of entertainers right. into and a club? Apparently the, the shorter guy that we saw yeah. was an, an I guess an owner. He's not oh. one of the managers. The manager was the guy by the, the, the bar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he looked at her and she's like, just once. And he's like, uh-uh. shakes his head. No. And she's like, just once. Let me just hit him once. And, and the guy's like, no, she's like, can I take him outside? And he goes, whatever. So they drag <laughs> him. And I, I didn't go, Rob and I, did you go? I didn't, out? Go, no. I didn't go out either. I stayed in there, but they videotaped it. And what ended up <laughs> happening was they, she dragged this guy outside. Pulls his pants down and then whips him in the ass repeatedly with the belt, leaving like just a nasty bruise. And yeah. like, I think like, you know, those little belt cuts yep. on his ass. He complained for the rest of the night. Every time he sat down, he was like, oh, my ass. But the best part was this <laughs> and girl- he's complaining to Mike about, oh, my ass. I'm sitting right? there going, if I could tell you about ass out. <laughs> and a belt is nothing compared to a needle to the anus. <laughs> uh, to the black hole. <laughs> uh. Speaking of black hole. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, there's no real climax to the story besides we went out. We had a good time. Rob yeah. was extremely awkward and we all saw it. Yeah. But we did get him out because nobody believed that we'd ever get Rob to a club. But we go. did it. It's true. And uh, he'll never go again. Probably not. <laughs> but I will because I'm single. I Ladies. just don't understand the logic behind paying for well, sexual frustration it's well oh, I, I, think, under, I understand i understand rob's point kind of i do too no, i think it comes down to the fact that the girls it, you know when you look around at the guys there they're mostly lonely guys who don't yeah and brian's like yeah that's <laughs> I, I know the pain <laughs> it's just it's attention you're getting attention from a girl that yeah. you perceive to be completely unattainable but mm-hmm. while you're there she becomes attainable I get enough attention from them, the hundreds of listeners that listen to this podcast and on a we weekly love basis. Them. And we love every single one of them. <laughs> Thank you for That's listening. That's all the attention I need. <laughs> anyway. Nice. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. Okay. But it was a great night. We had a lot of fun. <laughs> Basically, what it comes down to is uh, life has turned around. And uh, I've created a good friendship with someone out of this. And uh, things are good. 
things my are my back good. is extremely sweaty right now <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i'm report like i'm like oh my god somebody's gonna hear this i don't care <laughs> whatever so that was that's my geek out and was, dare i ask any others um well uh because i'm starting a supplement company yeah um i was approached by two well, I approached one and then another one approached me, fitness models who wanted to get involved in the uh, supplement company. Wanted I told them what the protein was and because it's such high quality and it's got nothing artificial in it, you know, they wanted to jump on board, do some photo shoots. These are all people who are just starting off or yep, yep. or whatnot. And um, so we did a photo shoot this week that went really well. And if you want to see it, some of the pictures, you can just go to facebook.com slash SBV fitness. And you can see some of the photos. I am in the photos. Uh, guys, odds are you're going to look at the photo and be like, I don't really see a guy in the picture. I just see two hot chicks. And that's fine. But I am there. <laughs> if you cover the two girls, suddenly I appear. It's amazing yeah. how that happens. Uh, but I am there. Uh, it was just great because a lot of good things are coming out of this. I made a, I'm creating like a good circle of people that I can work with. So the next step is getting a website up. But yeah. yeah. Those are, those are my geek Sweet. outs. It's been uh, what was a ridiculously terrible week has now morphed into uh a good week. Good times. Hmm. Good times. Good times. Good times. So, Rob, what are you geeking out over? <laughs> wow. Someone asked me. I like being asked. I have a lot of geek outs. None of them are strip club related. <laughs> no, that would be a freak out. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm weird. Mm-hmm. Um, Electricity. Yeah, That's a geek out this week for me. It is. Because going for half a week, you don't really think about how much you like electricity. Until you don't have it for about four days. Mm. Yeah. For me, the hurricane had hit, and then uh, I believe Monday morning of that week, power went out around 9.30 a.m., and it didn't restore till Wednesday around like 5-ish or so mm. for us. But in that time, I was mental. He I was. mean, I was okay. I was okay reading uh, comic books and entertaining myself. I was fine with that. I don't need electricity for entertainment. I was freaking out that the site was sitting there dormant and (laughs) I was getting backlogged on work. So when I originally, when I signed back on, on Wednesday, my newsfeed had about 150 items that I had to start getting through. And it's been a crazy, crazy week. Mm -hmm. It's also the same week I started a new job and I'm coaching again and it's been a huge time sink, but yay for electricity yeah yay do you gonna tell people the extremes you went to to try to get some internet access should i (laughs) i think it's hysterical what you did i uh at one point well there's (laughs) my town was still down while towns around us were up Mm -hmm. so at one point i would take my ipod and drive to a parking lot in the next (laughs) town over that was about five minutes away just to check my emails and stuff and i had to because i had my job starting up and my boss was emailing me and stuff so I was doing that for a while. I just picture you like r- literally running the streets with the iPod held out ahead of you looking, <laughs> looking for, the for the Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi. signal to kick in. <laughs> I was doing that, but in my car. Oh, God. <laughs> oh that's true dedication to what we have here. Hey, I, I got to get stuff done one way or another. Uh, um, my second geek out is I'm sure people have noticed by now the new podcast album artwork. Mm-hmm. Which has an amazing illustration, amazing by Roger Andrews, who you've probably seen his work before if you're a fan of, uh, especially the Marvel Superhero Squad designs, whether it be for the games or the show or anything like that. He's the man behind that, and he so generously created the uh, character that you see with the the Geek Gen logo on the shirt and mm-hmm. the uh, almost Batman hat. 
holding the yeah. microphone and that that's me that, mm-hmm. that's me i'm not quite that buff but but i appreciate it <laughs> he, he what he did was he actually took a photo of my body and then just put rob's it, head on i could see that right. thanks brian see brian's on my side yeah whatever you guys <laughs> always team up on me but that's because i bust joe balls you do um but yeah that that illustration by roger andrews is absolutely it amazing was really good it is and i'll be putting up an article on the site that actually details his whole process because oh, cool. i have step-by-step uh work as that character was created so nice. that'll be that'll be on the album artwork i have created some wallpapers that i'll be posting on the site with the character and maybe t-shirts down the line that would be cool yeah uh the next thing i'm geeking out over is i'm still geeking out over our jeff katz interview that was yeah. good. And Brian, thank you again for booking that because that was so Yay, much Brian. fun. Yay for Yay. Brian. Um, thank the, you. Thank the, no the Jeff Katz interview, I've been getting great feedback on it. People have loved the stories he's told. Mm. He was an amazing yeah. storyteller. It was great to hear the stuff and the inside stuff we got. And if I had to pick a favorite clip, it's still him talking about his friend Ryan Reynolds. And this is it. It's just perfect. It's it who is. Ryan is. Hey, Ryan's not Green Lantern. He's fucking Deadpool. Oh, thank yeah. God. Thank you so much for saying that. I love that. <laughs> thank you so much for saying that. That that was that was the highlight of the interview for me. I. It's so funny. It's just nice to hear someone talk so candidly and open about yeah. all the things they've. And he really has had his hand in everything we are passionate about. Yeah. He was yeah. like the perfect guy for us to talk to, and I guarantee we'll have him on again at some Definitely. point. I have no yeah. doubt. Um, but yeah, uh, if you haven't heard of wrestling revolution project, check that out on Facebook and, uh, on Twitter and all over the place. And if you want to follow Jeff, it's at cats money on Twitter and, uh, the, the wrestling revolution project should be starting up soon. So I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. the next thing I'm geeking out over is Palm wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Because I did see the Palm wonderful presents the greatest movie ever sold mm-hmm. with Morgan Spurlock and it was good. And I figured I'd try some Palm wonderful after. I actually did have a better feeling towards the company mm-hmm. that because I love Morgan. I'm a lot. Uh, Morgan Spurlock's awesome. Mm-hmm. I like his movies, and he did a really good job with that one. And he had such a hard time getting people to buy in that the company who bought in the most and took the risk with him, I kind of had more respect for. Mm-hmm. So it worked. So I've had their product a couple times, and I actually recently got the uh, the light palm dragon fruit beverage and i enjoyed it because it's it's made of all natural stuff yeah what is what's the ingredients list the ingredients list this is not a plug either i'm no, not just I, this is the way it should be i would love words. palm wonderful to give me money to talk about them but <laughs> i i don't have to i like the product that much anyway uh it was like 50 percent pomegranate juice surprise look at 47% that 47 percent water yep and like three percent dragon fruit juice and that was it that's it no added sugars or anything no, no sweeteners. added sweeteners and no I just, apple juice. No apple juice. Every other friggin' juice in the world has apple, apple juice. Apple juice is the first ingredient. Yeah. And it was hmm. it was great. I love it. You ever noticed that, Brian? No. Start, <laughs> when you pick up, like, <clears throat> Ocean Spray or any of the other companies, look at the mm-hmm. ingredients list. A lot of times, the first ingredient isn't actually the, the juice that you think you're buying. Like, if you buy a pomegranate juice, you the one I bought, the first ingredient is apple juice. Yeah. So I, I'm huh. So I just bought apple juice. Thanks. It's even more so with the the light juices or the yeah. diet juices because they use apple juice as the sweetener mm-hmm. instead of sugar. And then you just get a whole bunch of apple tasty stuff. And I'm not a big fan of apple juice. No. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, another geek out. He's got a bunch. I do. I was watching Thundercats. The newer, yeah. Yeah. The newer series, not the old school. Um, <laughs> and it, it continues to be awesome. 
But the thing I super geeked out about, and I posted an article on the site about it, is that they were doing like a flashback episode and they were looking at a video monitor at one point. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, that's Monstar, Monstar. And if people don't know who Monstar is, he is the villain from Silverhawks, which was yep. another show in the 80s created by the same animators that did Thundercats. Mm-hmm. So they have the same have... voice actors. Right, yeah. right. So they took the the character and just visually portrayed him in cool. Thundercats, which I geeked out over. Just what what is the scratch scratch going on over there, Brian? Sorry. Yeah. I, I he apologize. was actually doing something. That's the worst part. <laughs> I know. Stop doing. Stop. 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 Stop with the the breathing. Thing. The thing. <laughs> and the things. Um, Put sorry, the go. thing down now. So I'm hoping that Thundercat stays really popular mm-hmm. and maybe they'll spin it off into a modern version of Silverhawks, which I also really liked. It would be cool if they like even had them just like guest starred in a flashback. That'd or whatever. be and badass they also- too. I want to they see also, the copper kid on Thundercats. <laughs> <laughs> they also, in the same montage, showed a quick uh, thing of a tiger shark, which is also the third lesser known of the the three series they had. Yeah, the I had never even heard of them. Yeah, it, it, I, I have I had a couple of toys, and I remember vaguely the cartoon, but it was really the same thing, except they were underwater characters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. I um I I thought I would be like one of the first people to catch it. Because I yeah. watched it the night after, and I posted the article like right away, and a lot of people. That was a very popular article. We got a lot it of was. comments on it. But um, I went on TV.com because I use that as my TV reference, mm-hmm. and was looking in the facts or the trivia from that episode, and someone had already submitted oh. that there was a monster cameo from Silverhawks. So because <laughs> I wanted to do it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, wow, that's awesome. People are quick. Yeah. Uh, my last geek out this week is a huge one because I've been being told for so long now that I am not considered a valid geek until I start watching Doctor Who. <laughs> and I have started watching Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. I am. Uh, I started with the 2005 because that's what I was suggested to by Nerdist. Mm-hmm. Not he didn't tell me personally, but people have asked him where do I start as a mm-hmm. starting point. He said 2005, and that is the uh, uh, the Chris Eccleston season. And he was a great Doctor Who. Everyone says that your first Doctor is kind of the one that you latch and hold on to. Mm. And uh, I am watching the David Tennant years right now. So I'm on the second. I just finished the second season, just started the third. And I'm not going to give any spoilers away for those who have not watched it. Because Mike and I started watching it, actually. Yeah, I watched the first three episodes of the first season. We watched the first three episodes together. And we weren't really, like, super into it yet. Was, this is really weird. Yeah, this but is I'll really weird. Time. The effects are really corny. Oh. And for whatever reason, the film quality that British television uses has like this weird haze on it. It does. And it, it's it's tough to grasp. It gets slightly better as you move on. The effects definitely get oh, a little bit better. Um, but they definitely have a smaller budget than American TV does. Mm-hmm. That's very evident. But but the storytelling is great. Uh, I really, really liked Chris Eccleston as a doctor, and I kind of miss him. I like David Tennant, too, mm-hmm. but Eccleston reminded me a lot of Goku from Dragon Ball Z <laughs> because he is, like, kind of... Uh, he's incredibly lighthearted and optimistic and smiley, just mm-hmm. like Goku is, but when it's time to get down to business, he, like, flips a switch, yep. and he's all business. But David, David Tennant, that's the one everybody makes a big fuss about, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. All the ladies like David Tennant. Yeah. Uh, but I have no idea who he is. <laughs> he's good. He's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> he's fantastic, as uh, the ninth doctor would say. But he, um, he, it feels like he's doing an impression of Eccleston. He is slightly oh. different, but I can see a lot of similarities. 
but I, I did like Eccleston. I do like Tenant. But I will say that I watched the finale of season two yesterday, mm-hmm. and I was bawling my eyes out <laughs> like crazy. And I saw the post on Facebook, and I'm like, he's crying while watching Doctor Who. I cry readily. And hey, I, I cried watching Buffy and Angel, so yeah, I make no apologies for when I am, have emotional outbursts during movies or television. I cried like a baby watching Toy Story 3. See? Like a baby. <laughs> I did. Just, I crashed. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure there are subliminal messages in the Doctor Who theme that just make you watch more. Oh, all right. <laughs> I was say you started craving something. No, no. I, I, I just, I do, like, right now I could be watching more, and I'm, I'm doing this instead when <laughs> I want to be watching more. And I probably will have watched more by the time you hear this, <laughs> I'm sure. Um, but I, I'm liking the show a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And I, wow. I will keep watching. I'm very excited to catch up with everybody else into the Matt Smith mm. years and everything. Uh, so, yeah, those are my geek outs this week. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, freak outs. I gotta get this. I'm never prepared, am I? Here we go. One of these days. Oh, freak out! Brian? Uh, we think we kind of covered it. The hurricane sucked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was out without power for three days. Yep. It sucked. Um, the entire town pretty much had power. We were the last street. Oh, uh, that's brutal. There was a, a tree two houses down that fell from across the street right on the power lines yep. and destroyed them. And uh, the trans the transformer blew and it, mm-hmm. it was just a messy thing. And they had to postpone the first day of school because uh, I live across the street from the high, uh, the high school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, the town was not pleased with that. So they quickly got it fixed, but it was still like three and a half days without power. And it sucked. Yeah, it does suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, Speaking let's, of let's not fool people either. This for people maybe who weren't paying attention or yeah or whatnot. This wasn't. This was barely even a hurricane. This that's yeah, the most embarrassing like, part of the whole situation. It started as what a Category Three down in you know from Florida hit the uh, Carolinas. Yeah, I'm embarrassed to say I really wasn't paying attention. It, it came flying. <laughs> I think when it actually hit us, it was considered a tropical storm. Yeah, so it's exactly. not even Category One. Yeah, and we got wrecked. So if yeah. an actual hurricane of a Category Two, Three yeah. hit us, we probably would still not have. There power. are some towns that never went down. No. Yeah, I, I mean, was smaller towns. Lost it for thirty seconds. Yeah. yeah. But for the most part, I mean, we got we yeah. Got hit we hard. actually had a tree down in our backyard too, and it was mm. from the neighbor's yard that came through. It crashed through our metal fence and broke that. Wow! It did miss the porch and the pool though by inches. Was, so yeah, so we were yeah. fortunate, but wow. uh, it could have been a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We got sucker much- punched by a tropical <laughs> storm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, any other? That's, uh, no, no, that's pretty much it. Okay, Mike. Um, after having such a great week, uh. I, I got home from work and I have a, a Nissan Altima 2007. Mm-hmm. So it's the push start. You put your foot on the brake, hit yep, the yep. button, it starts. And, you know, I've thought to myself, like, if the button were to ever stop breathing, breathing heavy, you're breathing heavy. Breathing Brian, heavy. I didn't come out right. I wanted yeah. to go, Brian, you're breathing heavy. <laughs> Sorry to call you out, but I can all hear us. <sighs> Darth Vader over there. <sighs> so my I've always thought to myself, if that button ever decided not to work, uh-huh. how do I start the car? And yeah. guess what happened? The button. I pull into work. my driveway. I get halfway in the garage. And I went, oh crap! I want to vacuum the car. Yep. And I so I, I had well, I had to pull all the way in. So I went. I shut the car off. I go to turn it on. Mm-hmm. Nothing. I'm like, wait, you can't just turn it on with the key? No. 
This is my problem. This is what I want to talk about. Oh. So where? why is there no manual way to start this thing? Yeah. The button only. So here's what happens. On my keychain, it's just a little device that has the open, unlock the door, lock the door, yeah. trunk, and panic. Mm-hmm. There's an actual key inside of that that allows me to lock the glove box and lock the trunk. It's a valet key. That okay. way, the valet I could take the key with me. The valet could still move the car because sure. the car's computer system recognizes that that little keychain is in the car. Okay. My car malfunctioned and decided it could not recognize that that was there. I even tried the spares. Nothing. It won't start. The radio will turn on. Yep. Nothing would happen. And I'm just sitting there getting pissed off because I'm like, how can I not be able to just pop something open, yep. put the key in, and manually start the car? What the fuck? <laughs> you know? So I had to have it towed. Yeah. And the now it's scratched all along the sides because my branches are hanging low in the driveway. It gets to the dealership and they're like, oh, we started it. And I'm just like, of course you started it three right. times. They're like, but your the computer system saying that there were malfunctions within the car, the electronic system. So I'm like, well, what's this going to cost? Now I'm waiting, but right, don't do that. Why? You know, we're, we're getting to a point with these cars where it's like you it's can't have so, it all rely on computers. No, you can't. There always has to be they're, a manual. They're, they're, the, the button should be able to be removed. Something should be able to open up to put yeah. the key in and manually start the car. Absolutely. Because I can't be the only one this has happened to. So this is stupid. Nissan, fix it. Fix it. Fix I'm it. going back to Ford. No, I'm not. But Toyota, man. Somewhere else. Toyota. <sighs> Any other free gods? No. Okay. I have two free gods this week. Oh. Yeah. One He's of them pissed. is Twitter related. Uh oh. Yeah. Um, I mean, I love Twitter and everything. Who doesn't love Twitter? I, I like don't. the tweeting. I hate Twitter. Shut up. Okay. Um, <laughs> one thing that people do on Twitter is you follow celebrities. Mm. You do. Uh, a lot of guys follow a lot of female celebrities because they like to share pictures. Mm-hmm. And because they think that somehow they'll get them. They're going to get that somehow. Person. You're not going to, dumbass. Why do you have to be so mean to me? Oh, I didn't mean specifically you. <laughs> I'm just saying. Who are you following? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, smack. Smack. Uh, what was I talking about? I don't know. Twitter. 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 Following celebrities. Yeah. Women. Yes. <laughs> so the, one of the reasons you follow female celebrities is because when they share pictures, you're like, oh, man, it's hot. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> I am sick and tired. Of female celebrities tweeting out pictures of their dogs. <laughs> oh, is that what's happening? Oh. Yes. Brian, you must know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I get it. it's a Who lot of Who are you that. following yeah. that this is happening? Every, everyone. Every single female celebrity. Guys don't do it. Kennedy will do it once in a while. Mr. Kennedy. Or oh. Anderson. Oh, yeah. But yeah. for the most part, female celebrities, every picture, like, they'll take something and they'll say something kind of quirky and you're like, Oh, I bet it's her on set, like getting ready for da da da, and it's a damn dog sleeping on the couch. I don't understand. It's constant. I don't care. I don't care. care. Maybe you should write back to them or tweet back to them. I don't want to be mean. Nobody cares about your fucking dog. Send pictures of you scantily clad. That's how you get blocked. But if you do it, maybe a bunch of other people will be like, yeah, right on. You can start a... A war against it's no not, dogs. It's not enough to anger me to the point of action. Yeah, because you could just go on the computer and find pictures of them. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, I can see that that's uh, it's just It's just I don't care about the dog. That's all. That's no dogs. All. I, I'd follow the dog's Twitter <laughs> if I wanted to follow the dog and get pictures of them. Some people have dog Twitters, yeah, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yep. And cat Twitters. And cat Twitters. Not necessary. 
Absolutely the only not. funny cat Twitter I know of is uh, Hurricanes cat. <laughs> That's kind of funny sometimes. Yeah. That's it. The world's coming to an end. I know. Pretty much. My other freak out this week is related to the new 52. Okay. And the Superman movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure you know what road I'm going down. <laughs> Where are the damn red trunks? Oh, no. It's because of the they're using the new costume now, so they can't. Yeah. I don't like it. It would have been one thing if they just did it in the comics, because you can kind of get away with it. Yeah. On a person, it makes your junk super noticeable. <laughs> <laughs> Superman's giant cod piece. Yeah. And it is not good. Yeah. What did you call it, Brian? <laughs> cod, piece. Cod, cod, cod piece. That's what it is. I know. It's it just is. funny. But he hardly has a cod piece. It's just... Oh. Just, mm. oh. It's all natural. And I don't know what's going on with those weird patterns on the side of the movie costume and everything. Like, it looked good in the first shot we saw. I gotta look at the pictures. And now that I've seen more and more, it looks terrible. Thank you. I thought I was the only... Everyone else I've talked to, they're like, it's actually pretty cool looking. And I'm like, really? This looks nothing... How do you mess with Superman's freaking costume? You don't. It's so classic and iconic. Yeah. And everyone else is just like... It's cool that they modernized it. And I'm no. like, no. And it's not it's- even that they're trying to match the the well, comic costume because it doesn't. It's like a yeah. weird hybrid. Well, here here's yeah. the, the whole concept of modernizing it. It doesn't even make sense because if everybody now accepts the fact that Superman wears the red trunks over, mm-hmm. then I would say that's modern. Yeah. Like people yeah. accept it. It's not like people are going, that looks stupid. Don't do it. It's uh, just well, some a, people did, but it's just a new look they're trying to I give. I think them. there's way bigger and percentage. Speaking of Superman costume crap, yeah. <laughs> Action Comics and the stupid T-shirt with the stupid jeans and the stupid work boots, mm. and they're trying to say that that's his evolution of his costume, and eventually he'll get to the Superman costume. Well, then why isn't every other superhero doing that? Why is Superman the only one starting off in like Eddie Bauer clothes? Batman's and gonna making... start in a loincloth. I know it's stupid, <laughs> stupid, and not even Tell us a mask. how you really it's... feel. <laughs> it's stupid. You're right. It absolutely is. It's not Screw the point you, of him wearing the Screw costume. You. I feel like they just want, they're going out now with the idea of like, let's see how many people we can piss off. I know. Be Superman's punch. whole reason for the costume was to become a symbol and separate himself from the man and be Superman instead of Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if he's wearing half street clothes, there couldn't be more. He's fault. the hybrid. Yeah, it's stupid. Stupid. Well, right, you want uh, another stupid DC thing that I just read about a couple hours ago? So apparently, the issues of that are sell, selling out the new, of the number ones, they're not they're not allowing or they're being very difficult in allowing comic shops to order the second printings, which is just driving more people to get them digitally. So they're basically killing the comic book stores. Yeah, which is just just drives me insane. The fact they. So you're gonna have price gouging now. You're gonna have it's just it's just gonna be it's disastrous. They're trying to yeah. Stupid. <laughs> exactly. I don't like it. Who would have thought that wearing underwear on the outside would have been that much an improvement to a costume? But it was. But when you have that same color going all the way down, even Batman's costume, it doesn't work right. When yeah. they made the change in Batman Inc., I was pissed off. Mm. Yeah. Because the, the, the trunks break up the right. color. And yeah. it makes your junk less noticeable. <laughs> That's what it does. Jim Lee should know this. Uh, he doesn't. He's an artist. He should know. 
Dude, sorry, Jim Lee. I'm he's sorry. He's drawing the junk. I you love Jim You need to confront but... him at, at, at Comic Con and be like, "This is a problem," and like getting it all, you know, filming. And then he'll be like, "Who the hell are you? Get yeah. out of here!" <laughs> I'm Rob from the Geek Generation. Oh, like, I don't sure. know. Yeah, <laughs> I've well, never heard of that garbage. Get them. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I love I love Jim Lee. All right, don't get me wrong. I love Jim Lee. He's the greatest comic book artist out there. But stupid. Mm-hmm. He's not stupid, but this decision's stupid. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna damn words. <laughs> I have to take a break before my head explodes. All right, <laughs> stupid. We'll be right back. Hey, Amazon users! If you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com/amazon, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link. You've helped the show by earning us a commission, and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. That's thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. Hi, this is Jeff Katz, and of all the generations in the world, my favorite is the Geek Generation. Nobody's gonna stand in we are back. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Ooh. And we have a lot of great listener feedback this week. Yeah? I'm very excited. That's good. I am. We have some great emails. We have a voicemail. Cool. I can't wait to read it to you guys. All right, let's do it. Yeah. DeVail! DeVail is here! Ooh. First one comes in from Harley in Houston. Harley in Houston. In Harley Houston. Quinn. Is Harley male or Harley female? I don't know. It's Harley Quinn. It's Harley in Houston. Okay. Harley, Harley says, Houston. heard you guys on the Nerdist. Mm. Good shit. You guys pretty much had me at zombie. I'm not, a, <laughs> I'm not a fan of wrestling at all, but when you talk about it, it is interesting. Mm. Ooh. I think that's incredibly complimentary. It is, definitely. Yeah. We can talk about something someone doesn't give a crap about, and it's still interesting. Yeah. We're gods. <laughs> wow. I don't know about that. Of the podcast world. <laughs> oh. You know, one of my students actually called me a teaching god last week. Whoa. I said it was a little much. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. moving on. But I know I, I, that's wicked complimentary. It I is, love definitely. that. Thank you, Harley from Houston. Yes. Yeah. The next one comes in from Dan C. Dan C. Dan from? Dan C. Doesn't say. You suck, Dan. Hey. I'm sorry, Dan. Don't make fun of the writers. Yeah. <laughs> we'll Unless blame, they're blame making fun of us. Well, let's read it. Oh, let's see. Okay. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> he's giving me a look like he's going to drop kick fight, me in the fight. face. <laughs> uh, Dan C says, hey, Geek Generation. Like many, I heard of your podcast through Nerdist and instantly became a fan. Your zombie debate and Asplosion episode were podcast <laughs> gold. Regarding the geek versus nerd debate, I prefer geek. Like you, I look at nerd as more of an academic personality, while geek is someone's who's someone whose life is someone whose life is partially dedicated to some sort of product or activity that's prime function is entertainment. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting description. Yeah, I like that. I think this, like most debates, can best be described by referring to The Simpsons. The comic book guy to me is the quintessential geek, while Professor Fink is the stereotypical nerd. Mm-hmm. Both are devoted to a certain craft that sets them apart from the populist society, but they each have different reasons for their actions. In a way, I feel nerd tendencies serve more of a purpose. They wear a pocket protector because of its function, while a geek wears an ironic graphic t-shirt because they think it's funny. 
Geeks don't care about what people think of them. Nerds are ambivalent to the rest of the world. Thanks for the podcast. I agree with a lot of those points, except for the last one. Hmm. That uh, geeks don't care what people think about them. I don't think that's true. No. Uh, Well, to a certain extent, I think there's a certain part of geeks that are sort of like, you know, F you. Uh, like with, for example, me with my love for Buffy, there was a lot of people that were like, "Buffy's a girl show; it's only for girls." Yeah. And I was like, "I don't care." And I liked it. and I watched it, and you know, there's a certain part of I, I don't care what you think kind In of that attitude. Sense, I sure. Think, yeah. Yeah, but other than that, you know, uh, yeah, and, I know what you mean. It's not like completely like that, though. So. And I don't want to lump uh, geeks in with hipsters mm-hmm. wearing yeah. ironic things right. because they think it's funny. I I think geeks are emulators. And they wear the things that they're interested in because they're very proud to show it off. Hmm. That's good. Yeah. True. That's why I'm wearing I retract Batman my statement, Dan. Right now. Yeah. You don't suck. Nope. Dan does not suck. That was a good email. The next one is a voicemail. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. From Superfan Super Chris, Chris Tom. Tom. Hey, what's up? This is Chris down in Kansas. Just wanted to say episode 50 was epic. Uh... <laughs> Tell Volpe that uh, he, he probably ought to rest on that ass. We're <laughs> off it, I guess. Uh, probably feel better by now, hopefully. Anyways, keep it up, guys. Awesome work. Shows just keep getting better. Later. Thanks, super fan. Thank you. Are you staying off your ass? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We know it's better, so. It is. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Yay. For good ass. Uh, the next one comes from someone we're familiar with. Oh. It's Kendra in Cleveland. Kendra. We haven't heard from Kendra since she's the Tarantino. Back. We yeah. missed you, dear. That's because yes. she heard I was single and she's like, I gotta get on that. <laughs> <laughs> um Kendra says, Rob, all right, got a freak out for you. One related to other podcasts, hence why I felt compelled to reach out to you. Hmm. Apparently because I did my freak out on other podcasts mm-hmm. before. To preface, I should explain that I currently have a minimum 45-minute one-way commute to my job every day. Worse if the rush hour traffic is rough. Because of, am I not reading this right? Kendra had an impression, didn't she? I feel like I should be doing the Kendra voice. <laughs> I forget what it was. I forgot what it was. It was I like, don't entirely. Wait, let me see. Uh, it was like British or something. It was a British female. It was like a British for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I don't we know do. where. No, the accent was nothing. It was it was just garbage yeah, accent? It was. Well, come up with a new one. All right, got a freak out for you. One related <laughs> to other podcasts. Hence, why I felt compelled to reach out to you. I preface, I should explain that I currently have a 45-minute one-way commute to my job every day. Worse if the rush hour traffic is rough. Because of that, I've been finding that my standard go-to podcasts are getting devoured rather quickly. And by Friday, I'm looking for something new to listen to. I've been using Stitcher to audition new shows with varying levels of success. And this morning, based off of vaguely recalling recommendations for it, I decided to try out Kevin Smith's Smodcast. Hmm. Hmm. Sound like Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Hello. (laughs) That's what it is, so leave it alone. (laughs) (laughs) Holy hellacious experience, Batman. Not only was there literally five straight minutes of advertisements before the show even started, but the first ten minutes of the content was filled with Kevin Smith smugly ranting about reporters. While I do admit that he had some valid points he was making, the tone was wholly condescending and unappealing. After 20 minutes, I switched over to straight radio in admittedly melodramatic disgust. (laughs) I'll leave room that perhaps this was a bad first week to tune in, but this should illustrate the importance of making a good first impression. 
As a loyal podcast listener, a fan could have been made that day. But over-promotion and self-indulgence has resulted in me now having a bitter taste in my mouth for Smith. And just before I was planning on seeing Red State. However, that wasted 20 minutes did make me immediately appreciate you Geek Generation guys all the more. She loves us. Thank you for putting out such a consistently enjoyable product, especially lately. You've been firing on all cylinders the past few weeks. Well, she hasn't heard the news episode yet. No. (laughs) Especially with the fantastic Scott Herman interview that motivated me to get more badass about my gym activities. Oh, she's in fitness, too. The tragically witty (laughs) explosion episode that made me feel for poor, poor Mike. She loves me. And the fantastic (laughs) Jeff Katz interview that gave a unique insight into the film industry that I found endlessly interesting please keep it up love you guys i mean it that's it that was, Sorry. Awesome. I, I i didn't have it at first but i feel like i got back into it got it. better i got it into got it. better We're, it's yeah. missing something like i said you had that slight british tone i don't know yeah that was weeks ago that was a I while ago but that was a very nice email it was thank you yeah yeah I love that. I, I seriously, I I get touched when people write in stuff mm. that they're enjoying the show that ma- that much, and it it really helps to keep us motivated to keep doing it. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Thank you, everybody. Yes, thank you. Yeah, that was the last email. But Sweet. before we go, I almost went into the voice again. Uh, before we go, <laughs> before we do we have. Go. We I haven't done some rental recommendations in a while. It has been a while. It has been a while. So what do we got? What's out? <laughs> so. <laughs> rental recommendations you like mm. that brian yeah for uh september mm-hmm. 2011 i have i think eight different movies here. okay the first one is called happy thank you more please i vaguely remember all that. as one word i like it yeah this came out in 2010 mm-hmm. uh for people who are wondering who's in this movie uh sam is the main character played by josh radner who is the main character plays ted on how i met your mother ah okay um yeah. Also in it is Myla Ackerman, and the female lead is Kate Mara, mm. who is hot. <laughs> For that reason, it's, it's should I rent it? Um, or not? Yeah, you should, but not oh. for that reason. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a good bonus. Uh huh. But if anything, I thought this was a really, uh, really great, realistic look at how relationships can happen. Mm-hmm. The premise of the movie is basically um, Sam, who is Josh Radner's character. Uh, he he finds a boy alone on the subway, mm-hmm. a small child that he ends up taking and kind of like taking care of him for a couple of days because he asks him, where do you live? He's like, I don't know. And I don't want to go home and all this other oh. stuff. And uh, meanwhile, he's uh, his friends are dealing with romantic situations and uh, he just meets a girl in a restaurant and out of nowhere is like, you should spend the weekend with me mm. as like as soon as they meet, like, let's sign a contract and spend the weekend together. You live in my place for the weekend. Just because he's not a rapist. No, just like <laughs> just like a wild idea. That's just a spur of the moment thing. Some girls go for that stuff. Some people do. And it was just interesting, but I, I really, I really enjoyed it. It was a nice, quirky movie. It, it does have a, a lot of that indie movie feel to it. And I, I enjoyed it. Uh, whereas other indie movies overindulge themselves mm-hmm. in being an indie movie. This one was, did not, but it was good. Cool. The next movie on my list is mm-hmm. Beastly. 
don't remember that. It is a 2011 movie, so it uh, is from this year. Brian, you've heard of it, yes? It's that terrible, like, redone, kind of like in a Twilight way of the Beauty and the Beast type thing. Yeah. Isn't, oh, yeah. Beastly was-, was a modern take or a modern adaptation or supposed to be of Beauty and the Beast. And don't bother with this one. Okay. <laughs> uh, it stars Alex Pettifer and Vanessa Hudgens. Most people know who Vanessa Hudgens is. Alex mm-hmm. Pettifer was the lead in I Am Number 4, which I did enjoy. But this was terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I ended up giving it like a 2 out of 10. Oh. Yeah. Bad. And uh, basically, they missed the whole point of the Beauty and the Beast story. It's like one of the most romantic stories ever mm-hmm. yeah and it feels like someone took the beauty and the beast book made an outline of what happened in that and said mm-hmm. okay you have to hit all these points but that's all it was it was just a skeleton and there was no soul was there a dancing dinner plate no no not the <laughs> disney beauty and the beast like the book the book was I the original read the book oh, okay all i know is the disney one all right <laughs> what about that uh tv series with uh linda hamilton and uh ron perlman you remember that show Beauty i remember beast? hearing of it but i never saw it yeah it was on like in the late 80s yeah yeah but this this was uh this was pretty terrible mm. it just felt very empty and shallow and it looks like twilight from the poster that's yeah. all i and I think that's what they were going for. Yeah. yeah. Trying to capture that audience. And these are the punishments I put myself through. I know. For the yeah. show. Yep. Uh, the next one is The Lincoln Lawyer, which also came out this year. It was a, a lawyer drama, dra- uh, drama mm-hmm. starring Matthew McConaughey, who really hasn't been around that much. I, I um, can't stand him. Sorry. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. Uh, Ryan Phillippe was a supporting cast member. There's a guy that hasn't been around in a while. Yeah, I like him yeah. a lot, though. He's a big Stern yeah. fan and everything. He's great on the show. Good guy. Mm. Uh, seems to be, at least. I don't know him personally, but seems like a good guy. And I, when I saw the trailers, I was like, that looks interesting, but I don't know if it's going to be any good. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I'm happy to report it was really good. And mm. it's probably within, right now, the top ten movies for me of this year. Wow. wow. Yeah, uh, it was unexpectedly good. There were a lot of twists and turns throughout. Nothing... <laughs> felt like it was a twist just for the sake of having one. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm I, not a fan of McConaughey, really. No, yeah. And I didn't care that he was the lead. He was good. And the movie as a whole, it was just really strong. I don't know what else to say without giving too much away. It's worth mm-hmm. leaving stuff unsaid. Mm-hmm. But definitely rent it. Okay. Absolutely. Cool. The next one is not something that got a major release. But it did come out this year, and it's called Trucker. Okay. Anyone heard of it? it sounds like nope. a horror movie, okay. but I know you wouldn't watch that. It's not a horror movie, no. Uh, the lead is Michelle Monaghan, possibly best known from Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. She was mm-hmm. also uh, Robert Downey's wife in Due Date. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's been in a bunch of stuff here and there, slowly coming up the ladder, I think. And one of the supporting leads, uh, one is Benjamin Bratt, mm-hmm. who, sadly enough, you might know best from his congeniality. He was also in Demolition Man. And uh, the other main supporting actor is Nathan Fillion. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yeah, Nathan Fillion. We love Nathan Fillion in the geek generation. And I'm going to say to rent this one. Okay. I watched it streaming on Netflix, and it's basically about uh, Michelle Monaghan's a, a, tr- a truck driver. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's hot for a truck driver. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's part of the movie. Um, she's dealing with her husband or her ex-husband, I'm sorry, has cancer and uh, basically drops off her 11-year-old son Hmm. with her and is like, you have to deal with him because I don't know what's going to happen to me. 
So you guys have to start having a relationship hmm. where you really have not up to this point. Sounds like a pretty serious movie. It is. It's a very serious movie, but I thought it was very well done. Am I going to cry? I'm going to cry. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I didn't cry. I don't know. Cancer if stuff I didn't gets cry, me, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I didn't cry, though, I, I don't know. Right. I, think, yeah. I think you'll be okay. I don't know. There, there might be a part. Parent issues. There might be a part. Like, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, the next one on my list, and Brian, you might have seen this. I don't know if you have, Mike. Super. No, I need no. to. I've heard fantastic things about uh, it. Super is a movie by James Gunn. It mm. came out in 2010 originally, but I think it was really more released this year. Yeah. It stars Rain Wilson from The Office. Mm-hmm. Supporting cast, uh, Liv Tyler plays oh. his wife. And uh, actually, Ellen Page is in it, too. Ends up playing his sidekick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Super is one of the more realistic versions of what a superhero Going out like Kick-Ass was an attempt at that. Yeah. But yeah. kind of blurred that line mm-hmm. between the fantasy superhero and the realistic superhero. Whereas mm-hmm. Super starts off very comedy feeling mm-hmm. and then gets messed up. Like goes super realistic as to what trying to really? be a superhero would be like. Hmm. And there are some things you don't see coming that are pretty harsh. Hmm. And I'll leave it at that. Cool. Well, but it's definitely. good. Rent it. These Absolutely. are all like hanging around in Redbox and stuff. You oh, yeah. Totally. Cool. Totally. The next one is Win Win, another movie out from this year, starring Paul Giamatti. Mm-hmm. And basically, that was all I needed to hear because <laughs> I freaking love Paul Giamatti. Mm. This is more of a drama. Mm-hmm. It's about Paul Giamatti being a uh, he's a lawyer and he's a wrestling coach at mm. uh, high school. <laughs> and actually, because he doesn't really have the physique no, to do anything. That's part of why yeah. it's funny. And the guy who's his assistant uh, wrestling coach uh-huh. is the guy from arrested development who plays uh bluth the 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 father one i can't think of his name in the show he's the uh the main bluth i guess you would say not jason bateman but his dad mm-hmm. in the show mm-hmm. and oh um, i know you're talking yeah, about. yeah i've seen yeah. it enough yeah uh, and he's really good in it too and basically they um he becomes the legal guardian of an elderly man mm-hmm. to kind of get more money for his family so uh, he's representing the guy in court and he's like, well, I'll be his legal guardian when he finds out that he gets like an extra $1,400 a month mm-hmm. or something just mm-hmm. to take care of this guy. And then all of a sudden the, the elderly man's grandson shows up oh. out of nowhere because he ran away from home and he ends up living under his house and ends up be- being like mm. the superstar wrestler guy. And it's, it's just, it's like one of those life lesson movies. Yeah. Where they mm. both learn from each other and da, da 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 But I liked it. I think it's worth renting. Cool. Mm. Yeah. I could be totally boring you guys and I wouldn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> of course, what? I wouldn't know if I was boring the audience. Uh-huh. But the next one's a horror movie, Mike. Ooh, Scream 4. Yeah, I watched Scream 4. And? <laughs> that means but it was directed by Wes Craven. Yeah, I know, right? This is another movie from this year. He hasn't done anything good in a while. The premise of Scream 4 was that uh, Sydney comes back to town. Mm -hmm. She wrote a book. (laughs) When Sydney comes back to town. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She wrote a book. a country song. And um, there's a bunch of other like modern actors and actresses abound in it. And it was a lot of the same. I was just going to say that. A lot more of the same, yeah. They pulled a bit of a twist with the killer. That mm-hmm. just felt dumb. Uh, all right. I actually, I started watching the first 10 to 12 minutes. I was insanely bored. 
put it out on Facebook as to whether or not I should still be watching. Most people said don't bother, but I have an issue just turning off a movie. Yeah. So I watched it in double speed. Did you really? I did. You watched the movie in double speed? Yes, I did. I can't. <laughs> wow. I don't doubt that at all. No, I don't either, but that's fantastic. I, I was committed to finishing it. All right. So let's just finish this then. The movie sucked. Yes. Don't worry. Don't Terrible. So you're saying rent it? No. Oh, <laughs> I was confused by that. I know. I, I can was, tell. was really on the border there. I, I, if you want to rent it, watch it in double speed. I will do that. <laughs> if not, don't bother. The last movie on my list is uh-huh. one that I talked about earlier already, and it is Palm Wonderful Presents yes. the Greatest Movie Ever Sold. This I one I finally know got you're a chance. Tell me not to rent this. Right. One. Yeah. Don't I rent it. Finally got a chance to watch this. I've been so excited for mm. it, and it was awesome. I loved it. It's a, a lot of people say that Morgan Spurlock doesn't tell us anything we don't know already. Like, yeah, we know that there's product placement in advertising. Mm-hmm. We know this. But now let's see the process behind it and how much it really influences what happens in Hollywood and the yeah. direction that a movie gets made. It's one of the reasons that I had asked Jeff Katz about uh, the, the truck story he told mm-hmm. about Wolverine. Yeah. And I purposely made the, the decision to say, well, was that a product placement type decision? Because – Companies heavily influence Hollywood when they're including their product in mm-hmm. it. And you get to see just how much it happens. And it's to interesting that. to think about the line between creative integrity and actually having your movie ever make it. Mm-hmm. And that's, and you need the products. You do. You mm-hmm. need them if you're ever going to get the release that you deserve. Mm-hmm. But this this movie shows you where that line is and why those decisions are tougher than some people think they are. And he does talk to different directors about how they feel about those kind of issues mm-hmm. and how they deal with them. Some are like, I'd rather not have anything in there. Some are like, I love it mm-hmm. because I don't care. Movies are an advertisement and they're a business they and I'm here to make money. Some say that flat out. Well, that's what and you're that's doing. Fine. Yeah, it's fine. But absolutely rent it. It's a great movie. Cool. Yeah. Very good. Mm. That's all I got. Sweet. Mm. So the the nice thing is most of them were suggestions, mm-hmm. aside from Scream Four and Beastly. Yes. <laughs> so hopefully people will have some stuff Scream to watch. Scream Four out there. was Beastly. It was. Hey, hey. tying it all together. And with that, I will be here all week. Thank you for coming out. <laughs> will you be here all week? I won't be until there's a new episode posted. Right. Then they can listen to that, or they could come back to this one because mm-hmm. that's how podcasts work. That's right, on demand. Keep listening. Keep listening. Or they could even go back. The more you listen, the more Oreos I get. That's true. We're paid in Oreos. That's true. Man's right. Uh, as we get out of here, final thought or something you would like to plug, Brian? Yes. By uh, hopefully by the time this is up, or if not in the next couple of days, yep. uh, a huge uh, graphically speaking. Um, with I have the writer of Angel and Faith and Avengers Academy, uh, famed writer Christos Gage is going to be joining me. So uh, definitely check it out. It's and, a big uh, gap. Big gap. Yeah, um, graphically speaking. So fantastic, Mike. Cool. Uh, Check out the uh, the page I set up on Facebook yep. for the supplement company. Yep, yep. Facebook.com slash SBV Fitness. Okay. Don't hit the button on me. <laughs> <laughs> the products haven't actually launched yet. They're coming pretty soon. Uh, but there'll be tons of information up there. And, uh, of course, you can look at the pictures of the girls from the photo shoot. Sweet. And that will keep you entertained. Yes, it will. Yes. Yes, it will. If you'd like to check out the site, you can head to thegeekgeneration.com, which is residing on its new hosting server and running spectacularly, I'm and sure. who was that again? 
uh, in motion hosting. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll plug them because they plug them. They're a great new host. Mm-hmm. I'm paying half as much as I was before. Nice. How about mm-hmm. that? Uh, if you'd like to rate the show or write a review in iTunes, please do that. We are getting more reviews. I think we have 18 now, Good. which is Ooh. awesome. I love it. Which is up one more from two years ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we haven't even been around for two years, but whatever. That's true. Uh, yeah, so go on iTunes, write a review, please. If you have any questions, comments, insults, or topics you would like us to discuss on a future episode, you can send those to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com or at geekgeneration on Twitter, or you can... <laughs> yeah. right, it's like you got an animal there scratching at the table or something. <laughs> yeah. That's all I hear is... <laughs> Or, if you want to leave a voicemail, you can call 508-316-9787. I'm going to make a jingle out of that or something. So people will know, 508-316-9787. No? Nobody wants to hear me saying? Okay. If you'd like to submit an article to the site or an audio file to the show, you can send those to guests at thegeekgeneration.com. And as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get out of here because Mike needs his Oreos. Oreos. He's like uh, Martian Manhunter over here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we will see you guys next, next week. See you. Later. Bye.